Work, wealth, wisdom. This is DC Entrepreneur. We're sharing stories, ideas, and lessons from startups and businesses in the pursuit of innovation. And we're helping build a community of problem solvers and thought leaders in the Washington area. Now, here's your host, George Mocharco. This is George Macharco, host of DC Entrepreneur here on WERA 96.7 FM. I'm on the phone today with Joel Spreckman. Joel is the founder of One Great Gut, a benefit company bringing forth a new paradigm for healthcare. He's a social entrepreneur, gut health engineer, yoga teacher, health and wellness coach, and sales and marketing consultant. Welcome today. Thanks, George. It's uh, great to chat with you here. Talk to me about your journey as an entrepreneur. Why did you first decide that you wanted to work on health issues? And why did you feel compelled to create this particular organization? There's a professional journey and there's a personal journey. And on the on the personal side, you know, when when I was living in Washington DC, I was a you know a top secret engineer for um, a U.S. DoD national security program, and you know life was great. I was traveling the U.S. I had um, I had had a team, and I was exploring the country while getting paid pretty good uh, money, as most engineers get paid. And then I was diagnosed with this thing called ulcerative colitis, and it turned out to be severe ulcerative colitis or, or pancolitis, which is inflammation of, of the entire colon. And uh, ulcerative colitis is similar to Crohn's disease. And over the years, for me, uh, practicing what I call escapism and not really addressing the symptoms going that were going on, the body magic, the body talking to me during those years. I, I also have been diagnosed with numerous other uh, apparently uh, incurable diseases. And for the 10 years that I was still working there and, and other jobs, I was essentially ignoring my health, uh, a little bit searching online and, you know, the information online can be, can be good and it can be harmful depending on, on where you're looking. And, um, my disease only worsened. Uh, I could have easily have been on disability, but my pride and ego kept me off of, um, off of, um, social services. Um, I, I was offered surgery and, and chemotherapy, but it, instead I uh, embraced integrative medicine and you know, went to school to learn subtle energies and, and movements. And through yoga, I was I, I'm a yoga teacher. I have been for many years, and I went to integrative basic nutrition to learn integrative nutrition, uh, using nutrition and other um, you know safe and effective therapies. I, I healed myself and. I'm, I'm blessed to have an upcoming TEDx talk this year, and it, I've spent easily over $100,000 out of pocket to heal uh, my, my conditions, and out of that came my why, right? So um, back in 2012, I mean, engineers in some cases were very complicated, and in some cases were really simple, and by simple, I mean there's a problem. Okay, what's the solution? So for me, the problem was simple. Problem was sickness, disease, this thing called ulcerative colitis. And I wasn't getting satisfactory answers from doctors. I was only getting worse and worse. And it, it wasn't just any old doctor. Like I have good friends from high school who are doctors and, and they were giving the same type of answer. And I just couldn't believe that, you know, here this was 2012, that, you know, how many years have passed that 
someone couldn't figure out how to, how to heal this thing. And um, I went to our friend, Dr. Google, and the number of patients who, who go to Google are, are really high nowadays. And I was really blessed to, to find certain individuals who have healed, in some cases, in their words, have cured themselves. And so I kept meeting these individuals and I, I founded a nonprofit and that eventually became defunct. But that was my, uh, you know, my personal story and the, the professional story kind of evolved from that in the entrepreneur circles, which many of my friends are, are entrepreneurs. It's always, you know, they, they always recommend to figure out your niche, to figure out your company. What do you do in your spare time? And, you know, I try thinking of like cool things. I'm like, oh, I like hiking and I like camping and rock climbing and racing my Mustang that I had at the time. But none of those like really uh, fed my soul. What I really enjoyed was getting on the computer and finding these crazy stories of, of these alternative therapies that worked and networking with alternative integrative doctors and, and healers. So uh, I, I knew somewhere in there was, was my, the company that I was, I've been here to place on this earth to, to found. And, you know, last year I, I took a entrepreneur class and, um, one of the exercises uh, we went was like, what is your big, hairy goal? You know, thinking big, reaching for the moon. Uh, you know, Simon Sinek has that great TEDx talk talking about the importance of your why. So here's my gutsy goal. And when I say mine, I, I speak in as one great gut. So one great guts, um, gutsy goal is to envision a world without digestive ailments, IBD, inflammatory bowel disease, Crohn's disease, ulcerative colitis, IBS are eradicated. Uh, patients, caregivers, family and friends come to connect with professionals who are at the, at the forefront of, of gut health research and, of course, treatment. Um, we aim to continually improve the, the quality of the life of children and adults affected by these conditions and diseases. It it's, doesn't often just sit at the physical. There's a lot of areas of life that are, that are affected, be it parental, be it relationships, be it, um, you know, children uh, not knowing, you know, their emotional intelligence, or how to communicate what's going on and, and the shame. There's a lot of layers to, to disease. And, you know, as far as marketing, you know, we really envision becoming the number one science-backed gut health resource. Science certainly matters. And we've blended in spirituality. So, so talk to me about what it felt like when you first decided to begin One Great Gut and strike out on your own as an entrepreneur. Did, did it feel scary taking, I don't know, a, a background that you had historically working as an engineer and, and doing something that was unknown? It still feels, it still feels scary. I mean, I have a, I have a sign here on my wall here at the office, progress over perfection and done is better than perfect. Because in many ways, that's the opposite mindset of an engineer, right? If you look at them, um, like a civil engineer, for example, you're, you're, you're building a bridge that, that many lives have to cross over every day. So, um, and I think perfection is, is, uh, is an overused term, but you're really looking for all the problems that, that could go wrong because you're saving lives. But as an entrepreneur, it's almost the opposite. It's almost, you're looking, where can I fail the biggest, the soonest? So I get to the next place I need to go faster. And I stole these quotes from a, uh, an image I found online from Mark Zuckerberg. And, you know, I, I've been into self-development for um, a couple of years now since uh, I think my first class was uh, maybe 20, 
2012, after I read the book, um, something about Way of the Peaceful Warrior or something like that. And um, I, I think the self-development, I've learned so much and I've grown so much, but entrepreneurship is the ultimate self-development class. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Why are you so passionate about gut health? When you really pick your purpose, you look back at your life and all of the steps you took that seemingly made no sense, it all lines up. And that's exactly the case here. Like, mm -hmm. I, I know I'm living my dharma. I know I'm living my purpose. I'm living my mission because all those prior steps link up, right? Yoga matters because of the blending in spirituality, which is, that's why a couple of our board members are yoga teachers. It's, there's no surprise that I'm attracting epic, you know, doctors who are also research or sorry, also yoga teachers and the, the internet marketing and the sales, like all that is coming together as CEO of one great God. And, you know, while 2016 was, was a tough year, we're definitely way in the negative and I'm working like 80, hundred hour weeks. It's, it's, it's life by design. It's work is play. I, I really enjoy what I'm doing. And anytime I think about doing something else and believe me, that's, that's happened. And I'll jump on, you know, monster or indeed or Craigslist. I'm like, Oh, what, what engineering jobs are out there? Cause I know I can, <laughs> you know, go back to make, I don't know, 200 K or something really easily. But then I think to the why, right. The why I mentioned earlier, but also like I've been running uh, support groups for a while in, in Crohn's and with Crohn's and colitis patients. And I was running a small nonprofit called Cure IBD Foundation until I recognized I'm, that that's not my, that's not who I am. It is, is a nonprofit. It's I'm more of a commercialized monetization entrepreneur, but with a, quadruple bottom line, right? So not just profit, but people, purpose and, and planet. And so how did you go about assembling your team? The way I, I chose um, my, my current team is these are doctors that I've had tremendous success with. Um, so that started with Dr. Sanderson, with Dr. Harris, even Laura. Laura Styler, she's not a doctor. She's an energy healer. But she's she's my latest doctor, right? Like she works at the energetic level through Barbara Brennan's School of Healing using this modality called Hara. She works remote. She works between New York and San Diego, and she's epic. Beyond these doctors, um, I, I look for researchers. So Dr. Christine Peterson um, is is also here in San Diego, and she's one of the leading researchers um, at the Chopra Foundation, also uh, aligned with UCSD School of Medicine. And she has a, a book about the microbiome coming out. And, and we chatted, and we're very aligned in in what we uh, both would like to see in the the world in, of healing. And she herself is actually a clinical Ayurvedic practitioner. So I'm at the point now where there are so many doctors and healers who want to join the movement that <laughs> just to be frank george i need to figure out what does it mean to have a board of directors what does it mean to to create an advisory board right what are the responsibilities i just wanted to align with doctors that i knew personally made a difference in my life or someone i i, I knew in, in their life why did you choose the public benefit corporation as the designation you know, when I founded One Great Gut, um, one of my one of my heroes is is um, 
Smart Passive Income podcast with uh, with Pat Flynn, and he does his uh, P&L report every month. Like I'm all about transparency and integrity and, and accountability, and he publishes his numbers every month, and it really makes me trust him. So I started doing the same. Last year, I was publishing my P&L report every month, and you know, it brought up a lot of shame, and you know, having made way more than six, you know, one fifty or whatever as an engineer every year, and then showing that I'm losing a couple hundred bucks a month was uh, brought up a lot of um, stuff for me. But it felt good being authentic because that's the only way I know how to be. However, when you look at the mission to to cure, to eradicate IBD and IBS, what really matters is the impact. Like my mission isn't make $100,000, buy a Tesla. No, my mission is heal patients. So the Fort Benefit movement is all about transparency and accountability and something called an impact report. And I'm, you know, with the board of advisors and, and with some trusted friends, we're figuring out what does it mean to, uh, to state impact, um, in keeping in accordance with with trans with, with with transparent right so like nonprofits nonprofits and some S and C corps have some pretty outstanding missions and and you really think they're doing good but it's really easy to just look back in history and see how many nonprofits really hurt and manipulated and embezzled funds and like. One of the most evil companies in existence, in my opinion, is Monsanto. If you look at Monsanto's mission statement, you would think they're doing God's work, but really they're incorporating a lot of chemicals <laughs> into into our food supply. So there's no transparency. It's just like it's it's kind of like the man who says to the woman, "I love you," just so you can go to bed with them, right? So with with uh, B Corps. Your, your, your quadruple bottom line, so it's people, profit, purpose, planet, and transparency, and integrity, and accountability. So we're not there yet. We're, I'm still learning the theory and the model and the systems, but we will be reporting soon um, the impact to really show this is where your dollar is going. This is the work that we're doing, and these are the number of patients healing. So what, what I'm doing is bring together a community who is actually healing, who's actually making a difference, who's actually reversing disease. You mentioned on the top of the, the broadcast before we started recording that you wanted to involve celebrities. So, so talk to me about, you know, why you want to bring celebrities into helping talk about your mission. Celebrities are just human beings who happen to have a gift and are really pushing it forth. I think we all have amazing gifts, but they've really honed in on it. And so, um, one of my cousins is actually Zachary Gordon, who was in the um, uh, the movie series um, Diary of Wimpy Kid. I mean, I follow him on Facebook, and like Jesus, the number of um, date proposals he has from women is just off the charts. Like when you're a celebrity, you're looked at this this almost this untouchable this 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 god in some ways. And so, in the world of Crohn's, colitis, and IBS, there are a lot of celebrities who have Crohn's disease and and have ulcerative colitis. And so, um, you know, some of them are public. So Eddie Vedder from Pearl Jam has Crohn's disease. 
John Asraf from The Secret and the Business Guy as Alternative Clydes. And there's, there's many, many more. And we're publishing a blog post very shortly to, to share that or just look on Google. The reason why I want to align with them is one, I truly want to, like, I truly want to learn how are they doing? Because I've seen so much healing through natural methods. Um, I hope they are healed as well. Um, if they're not, maybe one of my resources can help them. And that's on a personal note because I truly am standing for the healing of all these funky guts or guts got nuts. Um, on a professional note, you know, I, I think that they'd be enthralled, excited to learn about our mission and knowing how painful disease is. And, you know, there was a Facebook uh, thread on my wall recently where I asked my friends and, um, Hey, how many times do you go to the bathroom? And there was a good range of between zero and one and two and three or something like that. And then some people with Crohn's or colitis or in some private face group, I asked the same question, literally answered 20 times a day, which I have fallen under that category. And some people replied, ha, 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 that's funny. And so what that means is people have no flipping idea how debilitating these diseases are. And so that's as far as like the education and removing the shame, the advocacy, but these celebrities do, whether or not they're sharing that, they were probably at their worst um, uh, going to the bathroom 20 times a day. So I would love to, um, you know, promote them. I don't know how it could be a win-win to be honest. Like we're pretty small right now, but I would love to get a group of, of just humans who care about gut health, whether you're a celebrity or whether you're not, but you know, in the business world, when you align with celebrity kind of things move faster and you're able to have, you know, a, a louder voice speaking on a, with a, with a microphone on, on top of a, uh, you know, on a stage, for example. What do you see as the biggest problem with those who just can't seem to heal after years and years of trying? Yeah, that's a really good question, and it's it's a big part of my why that I haven't actually articulated or put into writing. But, um, so I've easily spent over a hundred thousand dollars to get to get well again, and I'm, I know I'm not the only person. I just happen to have this life mission, and so I really want to help others who have not found healing after so many years of trying, and so many years includes doctor visits and you know, um, time away from friends and family and business and social engagements and, and spending of treatments to work. This is where, what I feel. I feel the reason is, is multifaceted. So one, it's not looking at your life in, um, in silos. And what I mean by that is, you know, when you're super sick, you just want to get better. You know, without health, there's no wealth. Without health, there's no life. So I think some people really go down the rabbit hole of constant searching for the answer and disproving what they're doing is not working. And so they just don't believe. Like, they don't believe that something can help them. They're spending too much time on it. So for the time problem, I recommend creating a couple pillars, right? So maybe you'll have... Uh, intimacy, uh, career, relationship, hobbies, um, just, and, and health, right? Just write down a couple things that should make up a normal person's day and make it things that you really enjoy doing. 
I, I, have a, I have a saying, if not a hell's yes, then your health's no. Like, just be really joyful what you're doing. So if you're spending too much time in health, I understand you're sick, but pull back that time and spend more time in something you enjoy. Do you enjoy walking around the block? Do you enjoy, I don't know, chatting on Snapchat or, you know, hanging out with your girlfriend or um, going to the going to the cafe, like whatever, traveling another country, whatever it is you enjoy. So have an equal balance of your time. Um, and two, um, trusting your intuition. And, and this is where the spirituality side comes in. And I really, truly believe, and that was, you know, the book I, we just published at the Better Business book, my contribution, my chapter was all about gut instinct and really honing in and trusting your gut instinct. You know, every mother knows that that gut instinct of what they know is right or wrong for, for their child or, or for themselves. But it's about empowering our friends, empowering our children to have better gut instinct, which we get through increased self-awareness, which we get through quiet time or or meditation or, or, or yoga. Um, it doesn't have to be yoga meditation. It could be prayer. And so, you know, that's one thing why I love about the, the doctors I've chosen to work with and are part of the board, it's often a collaborative effort. It's often, you know, the patient has been searching heaps of hours. And so doctor might say, hey, if you take this supplement twice a day, there's a really good chance you'll get better. But if the patient says, I don't think that's going to work, I want to try this, the doctor should let them do that, uh, provided it's safe and it's reasonably effective. Because there's so many different ways to get to heaven. There's so many paths that you have to believe it. So I don't have a team member um, who practices hypnosis yet. My, my, my buddy is a medical doctor and he's practiced on me, but he doesn't have time to do it um, as, a, as an offering for others. But he helped me with my belief. When I was super sick in April of 2015, which was like year three and four on my sick journey, um, I recognized that I didn't believe I could get better. I didn't have the self-worth. No matter who I saw, I didn't think I would get better. I was really flipping sick. So knowing to change beliefs, hypnosis is very powerful. I had a hypnosis session. And if there's three categories, right, if you envision three boxes in front of you, box A is I cannot be cured, box B is I maybe can be cured, and box C is I can be cured, I was on empty. I was all the way in, in box A, I cannot be cured. I did a little hypnosis session with, with my buddy, and um, we didn't talk about health at all. We talked about childhood and all this other stuff. And I literally, George, came out of that, that couple-hour session 100% knowing that I probably can be cured and probably is a heck better than can't. And then the domino effect started happening. And um, are there any parting thoughts that you want to leave our listeners with today? You know, yeah, there's, there's two things I wanted to – I was thinking I would like to mention that is really, really quick um, – <clears throat> I've learned so much over the past couple of years in healing. And, and, and there was one documentary that I recommend everybody watch and it's called escape fire. And it's, um, the first time I understood the quote, if you're not outraged, you're not paying attention and fire is the American healthcare system. And it's a really good overarching view on why 
some doctors can't help and you know there's a lot of restrictions and time constraints and just it's a really good documentary and i would recommend just invite your friends over and and um and watch the movie um two there's a quote i heard recently that i think is very important if if, if you have Crohn's or colitis and you're listening or you have a friend with Crohn's and colitis please share this quote because it would mean something to them and the quote came from robert scott bell who's a really big patient advocate um in the truth about cancer movement and here's quote is antibiotics plus prednisone is the path to a colostomy pouch. And I know part of that make sense to you, George, but w- w- what, what he's saying is, and I'm sure he has, you know, medical guys back him up and, you know, why that means something. It was actually sent to me by a doctor who was at the presentation by Dr. Ben. Antibiotics, one, are given too often. Mm-hmm. Prednisone is given too often. And apparently the chemical combination of keeping it in your body too long results in your colon becoming septic and inflamed and, and, and messed up enough we have to have surgery, and then you have a colostomy pouch, which is outside your body. And then there's a whole different level of absorbing nutrients and getting over shame and self-love and going to pool parties. Like, it's a whole different world. And uh, you can still heal. Like, we, I know people have healed, but it makes it a lot harder. So I think if people truly understood that if you stay down the route of those two medications too long the classing bag is coming and, and nobody, nobody wants that. So, um, hopefully those two things are helpful. And, um, my email is joel at com. I welcome anyone's email and I'm just here to help. Um, this is truly my mission. And I truly believe that with the team we've assembled and with the door knocker network, like anyone who comes to us can, can, can heal if they, if they, if they're willing and they're ready. Awesome. That's great. Well, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with us today And I wish you the best for 2017. Thanks, George. You too, man. Subscribe to this podcast via iTunes and connect with us on our blog, dc-entrepreneur.com. If you have any tips or ideas for stories, please tweet at us or message us on Facebook. Please tune in to our next episode. And thanks for listening.